Bert Schumar stared through the thick glass that separated him from test subject 318. 318 squirmed, but the restraints held him tightly to the chair. Schumar glanced at his pocket watch with anticipation that soon the minor squirms would evolve into violent spasms. If 318 was like the previous test subjects, the spasms would be closely followed by death. The room rolled to the left. The storm is getting closer, Charles said, referring to the ship's dramatic rolling and pitching caused from the building waves. Charles was Schumar's assistant and often a harsh critic and skeptic of his. Schumar paid no attention. His gaze darted between his watch and the man. 318 quit squirming. He's stopped moving. Make a note on the time, Schumar ordered. Charles did as he was commanded and jotted down notes on a clipboard. Schumar exited the observation room and started towards 318, but stopped when the man's head quickly lifted. Can you hear me? Schumar asked. 318 opened his eyes and looked in Schumar's direction. Schumar could see he wasn't looking at him. He was looking through him. Can you hear me? Schumar asked again as he snapped his fingers loudly near 318's ears. 318 jerked his head. Thick drool dripped from his lips and sweat streamed down his stubbled face. Make a note that 318 is non-responsive to my commands. He appears to be lucid, but he's displaying some sort of catatonic state. This is a different response than before. This is interesting. Very interesting, Schumar said, looking at his watch. We've passed the time of when the other subjects began violently thrashing. Charles feverishly wrote. Schumar bent over and looked closer in his eyes. His pupils are dilated, fully. 318 continued to stare ahead. Hello, are you there? Schumar said, and clapped his hands inches from 318's face. This time he locked eyes with Schumar. There you are, Schumar said with a broad smile. 318 furrowed his brow as a look of anger grew on his face. Schumar cocked his head and asked, Tell me what you're feeling. 318 matched Schumar's gesture by also cocking his head. Tell me, how do you feel? No response. 318's eyes rolled back into his head and his body tensed. Schumar wondered if this was the beginning of the end. Is he about to spasm, then stroke out like all the others before him? Schumar looked over his shoulder to see Charles, staring. Don't gawk. Write. Write everything you're seeing here. But we're filming, too, Charles fired back. Write, damn it. Put down everything you're seeing in the moment. It's important. And don't argue with me. Charles went back to scribbling quickly. A loud snap caught Schumar's attention. He turned to find 318 had broken the leather strap holding his right arm. With his right arm free, he reached across and undid his left. Schumar stepped forward to stop him, but was pushed back hard. He stumbled backwards and fell, hitting his head against the bulkhead. Charles looked on in horror as the leg restraints were the next thing he undid. Stop him! Schumar barked. Charles came into the room but froze when he saw 318 stand and turned to face him. A look of pure anger was etched on 318's face. He stepped away from the chair and stared at Charles. Thick drool spilled from his gaping mouth and ran down his shirt. Charles tried to flee but wasn't fast enough. 318 caught him at the door and dragged him to the floor. Schumar watched in fascination as Charles was beaten mercilessly. Charles tried to fight back but the onslaught was too much. 318 pinned a wailing Charles down by holding his shattered arms to the floor. He opened his mouth and spit a large amount of saliva into Charles' face, much of which went into his mouth. Charles gagged and threw up. Displaying incredible strength, 
318 reached down with his right hand and ripped Charles' jaw off and tossed it aside. Blood poured from Charles' now gaping face. He gasped a few times, then died. With Charles dead, 318 turned his attention to Schumar, who had crawled to the far corner of the room. Schumar's eyes widened with an odd joy. Deep down he was happy. It appeared he had finally succeeded at creating something unique and equally terrible. The door burst open. Two armed men raced in. 318 turned towards them. They raised their rifles, but just before they could open fire, Schumar yelled, Don't kill him! I need him alive! With vicious intent, 318 charged the guards, but only made it to within arm's reach before being hit in the head with the butt of a rifle. He fell to his knees, grunted, and lunged again. A second hit to his left temple knocked him out. He fell to the floor, unconscious. Schumar stood, wiped his hands on his white lab coat, and said, Outstanding. The guards gave Schumar a perplexed look. Unsure of how long he'd be out, Schumar ordered, Take him back to his cell. They slung their rifles and scooped up 318's limp body. And triple restrain him, Schumar barked. Yes, sir, one replied, and make sure you wash. Toss. Better yet, burn those clothes, Schumar warned. The men looked at their clothing, each other, and back to Schumar. They nodded and exited, 318's bare feet dragging across the blood-covered floor, leaving a trail out the door.